Hello, welcome to You Haven't Blanked That. I'm Forrest. And this is Jimmy. This week, uh, we're talking about Teen Witch. A high school nerd, Louise Miller, learns from her psychic madam, Serena, that she's possessed with magical abilities that begins to work after her 16th fucking birthday. But I don't have a smart-ass question for this one. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I know I typically do, but I, I didn't. Did you like it? Did you love it? It I is was, a very 80s movie. I was actually okay with it. I don't know why I was I was okay with this movie. Uh-huh. Because um, there's no... There's I mean, so many good of, things about this movie. Well, outside of Zelda Rubenstein, there's no, like, nobody I like. I mean, I like Poltergeist, so that's where I know her from. So, but, yeah. But, like, it didn't make sense. Like, how come she has the powers, but her mom or dad did not? Okay, so... Yeah. That's, that's what I... So... This movie, like a lot of people, try to figure out like where this title came from, like you know, like. Well, I know initially it was supposed to be a Teen Wolf movie. Well, it was supposed to be Girl Teen Wolf, which is what this is, totally Girl Teen Wolf. But like, see, and it should have been because uh, there's a perfect place for it to be Girl Teen Wolf, but Teen Witch, but rather than like, uh, Marty McFly and his father having that. Discussion like, "Hey, I'm a werewolf. You're, you're a, a werewolf." werewolf. I was hoping like, it skips a generation. Sometimes it skips a generation. And they have that father-son moment. Uh-huh. This totally could have had a mother-daughter moment because they're talking that part at the beginning. But the mother's still trying to like baby her into not being because the mom's kind of a good. But you could you could have had that whole. But you could have had that whole like I'm like holding on to this shit, mom or daughter. You're, yeah, you're, yeah. Oh, you're a witch. I get it. But at the same time, like, they could have had that, like, hey, I'm a witch, you're a witch too. Because basically, um, the writer was talking about how they wanted to have, like, bewitch Samantha. Well, and they do. Two. Yeah. They kind of do. Do you know why? why Did you it? notice who the dad was? The was dad that? is the second Darren. Oh, is it really? Yeah, I think. It's, it's one of the Darrens. Okay. I don't know okay. if I'm going to say second. But it's one of the Darrens. That's, That's one of the Darrens. That's cool. Uh, but yeah, overall, like it's just it was a fucking sexiest tale about this young girl. Becoming not... a... I'm sorry, did you not see the saxophone dance? First off, uh, there's only one red shoe diary oh. scene as her there's like, only dream. One saxophone dance, and that's in Lost Boys. <laughs> that's true, but like I like how she just well, dreams in sexy like eight, it, like eighties vibe. It, it's sexy softcore like, porn. Yeah, just the red dress <laughs> dancing on her rooftop. Well, I'm usually all about the nerdy girl, but not so much this time. <laughs> this movie is weird because like you figured it would have a lot of like talking points. We're like, hey, I gave up my friend for popularity, and let me just fix that by foregoing popularity and going back to my friend. Never does that. It does <laughs> it not never, do this. It never goes like, hey, Which I'm also- in love with this hot boy. To find out later he's an idiot that's failing English, that maybe hotness isn't what it is. Doesn't even touch that either. It's just, fuck it. Like, it's just, it's a very, Zelda has a, in any other movie would be a fucking villain. Yeah, I'm like, waiting for that the whole time. I'm all like, I'm all like, what's she going to do? Like, I'm like, I'm like, is she just like, is she just like, it was is she conning the, her to make money? Her, no, no, not even conning her to make use money. Her powers? No, 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 no. Well, I thought it was going to be like, a, yeah, the more she does shit, the more powerful I get, and then we're going to fight. Yeah. At the end. A coven of two. Destroy, yeah. 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 No, not that at all. No, not that at all. Uh, all this was was just like a young girl just tr- learning how to love herself and the hot boy. <laughs> well,. You didn't tell me this was a musical. It's oh, see, it's not really a musical. It's either. a musical. There's, there's a lot of music videos in it. It's a musical. It started out. Okay, well, first off, hold on. there is when a you, musical. Hold on, hold on. Based on this shit, I'm sure there is. But when you 
when you put together a musical movie, a movie based on a musical, technically, those are music videos. <laughs> True. But I feel like this is a more lip syncy, more dance. This is more like a dance movie. She has that audition, that really bad audition with Brad. Oh yeah, for the for the play. I thought it was pretty good. I thought like she like for well, teenagers. It was, uh, it was. I'm sorry. No, it was good. It was a good audition. Like she was the one who should have played that part. But the foreshadowing in it was so fucking horrible. Oh and yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And then um, after the audition, like they're she's you know bicycling home. And she almost gets hit with the car, with Brad's car. Oh, fucking Brad runs off the road trying to get a blowjob. Like, yeah. oh, come down, Brad. And then it's like, and then it's like, you know, for someone who wants to make out with Brad, she's really testy towards Brad. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, 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 we're escaping fucking the best part of this whole fucking movie. So, fucking Louise is like, is dreaming about being a sexy whore on a rooftop trying to get fingered to to waking up to her brother. Eating chocolate cake, a full-on chocolate cake underneath her bed, reading her diary. Oh, Brad. Oh, Brad. It's like, he is my favorite thing in this entire fucking movie. His line delivery is just fucking gold. Nice. The, it's like, oh, no one's coming to your sweet 16, honey. Like, it's just like, <laughs> just like this, like. Why did they he, he He embodies a, like a smoking angry lesbian throughout this entire thing. <laughs> I love it. He just, he's so good. It was like, you think you're hot stuff because he went to a dance. Yeah, dog. A dog. Oh my God. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> telling this rape story. You gotta cut that out. <laughs> I was like, I'm telling a story about being raped on prom night. Oh my god, this it has its a rape little like, moment too, where fucking Brad takes Louise to that fucking rape house where he <laughs> kisses her all over her body. Did you, that was that was consensual, dude. I forget how uh, how over sensual this movie is. We're all over the place right now. I know, but um. What was it like? The fucking English teacher too. What a fucking bitch. Yeah. What kind of sassy gay English teacher? Oh right. It's like <laughs> what English teacher is that sassy and gay and that like? I want to kiss Brad all over my body, or I want Brad to kiss me all over my body. Blah blah blah. And then he fucking name drops the fucking like who it is. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you're a bitch. Like yeah. anywhere, dude. That guy too. Like what shocked me too is that later on, post voodoo doll transition where the Eng- the gay English teacher ends up almost becoming a pedophile showing his genitals to all these underage like yeah. kids uh, like four scenes later he's still at the he still has his job as the teacher I'm like how is that even where's the PTA meeting on that bitch like <laughs> <laughs> but uh what do you think of the song uh, I like boys that's where like the, no, I know. I, I remember that she was like, "I have an idea for our new dance," and then they just hit the play button on the, on the yeah. song, and they just break into like this whole dance sequence. But like, what's super dope is that if because I've seen this movie several times. How many times have you watched this movie? <laughs> uh, at least twenty. At, at least twenty. 20 yeah. I've seen it once, and I'm good. No, really, it's. I don't know. Was it's it your just sister? Good. Uh, my sister's friend had it. Okay. And I wa- I kind of had a crush on her. And then, so you so, watched it a bunch to be like, hey, Kimberly, you, were you going to start dropping lines from this movie? <laughs> yeah. But like, it was like, at that point, a lot of the jokes I didn't really get. So I was kind of like, or a lot of the different things. So the making, only thing I remember that so I loved making, was like the little... boner bro- jokes, and she's like, what? You don't even have... You can't even get a boner, kid. Yeah. My brother's friend across the street, uh, he would watch it. And I remember he would have like Saturdays after they went skateboarding. Yeah. They would like go back to his house and watch TVs in the living room. And I remember watching this and Legends and a bunch of other movies yeah. over there. But um, yeah, no, it's, it's a fun movie, dude. Especially with like like this, especially the I Like Boys scene. Like, none of those girls are wearing, like, bras, and they're all in, like, swimsuits, and they're just, like, dancing and gyrating around. Like, as a young, strappy young boy, it was a very awesome scene. <laughs> but, like, if, if you watch that scene, the girls that are dancing, you could tell they've done that routine hundreds of times. 
and they're sick and tired of it. And there's a couple different scenes where you see their faces and they're just fucking annoyed to no end with each other. And you can see that they're fucking glaring at each other. And then the next scene, it's them doing jazz hands. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh. yeah, so she, um, but the, I, she, oh, I like boys. Great song. Take that phenomenal song. High school blues. Great song. That's the one where the three guys that are kind of like, uh, <laughs> are dudes like, are like dancing in front of like Louise's like locker room and then she tells them to scram. But, uh, I, this, this movie's flawless. It's a perfect movie from beginning to end. So when she tries to, she gets run off the road. Oh, she gets run off the road. And, and she she's too embarrassed because she likes Brad, but that, that bitch is there. And so she's very much like, let her, let her fucking walk. Like, we gotta go. I need to suck that dick, Brad. And Brad's like, okay, <laughs> you sure? Now, Brad, Brad's that guy that's like a piece of shit in all those, and like anything after that, like Brad's not a nice guy. Brad's a piece of shit in everything else after that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he's the guy from Son-in-Law. He is a guy from Son-in-Law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like a bad guy. He was. Fuck in, yeah, he was. <laughs> and he was in that Saved by the Bell movie where he's a piece of shit in the Saved by the Bell movie. Oh, crap. The Hawaiian one. Brad. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's in that. He's so in... this movie came out in 89. So this is post all the John Cusack movies. Yeah. So this is where it's like... Um, it's like, let's tell girl stories about this now. Yeah, and then it's like uh, post Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, Punky Brewster's a well, thing. Because they, they make a Revenge of the Nerds joke. They make a... a, Bruce a Bruce, yeah, so they kind of hit all these things. But they kind of... But it was kind of like, okay... So we know how we know we we know the formula. Let's use these cliches. And they sprinkle in the rape scenes throughout this whole thing too, because even like fucking what Brad's are the rape scenes. There wasn't, there wasn't, what, what, what? Brad's cousin Dave. Oh, oh, he's rapey, but he's not a yeah, rapey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, um, whatever happened to him? He just disappeared. He went missing. Like he's just gone forever. They didn't. Well, she Brad didn't follow up with like, hey, my fucking my fucking cousin. But you know, okay, hold on. But he said that he goes. Oh, he's like, yeah, sorry about my cousin. And he goes, yeah, I told him to get lost, and he got lost. And then Brad, for a moment, you look at him, he's like, oh, shit, is he missing? Because <laughs> he has this look of, like, concern that doesn't sound like him or something's wrong, but mm-hmm. doesn't touch the base. So I, in my mind, I've always pictured Dave as just disappeared from life and is missing, and his family are crying for him. Because, like, that look that Brad gave made it look like he's, he's still well, missing. At that dance, though, it made me laugh was they're all... Hey everybody, grab your wallets. Here's a slow song. Like there's a fucking pickpocket in the crowd. <laughs> These gold diggers want to steal your money, boys. But like it's a uh, that scene too is dope too because like it shows like uh, Louise going to the dance and she's all excited. She's wearing that outfit that her mother got her at the young Miss department. Well, and she goes to the bathroom and she just sluts it up. And yeah, she, 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 she it changes her, her cliche '80s outfit. But also that part like right before. Did you realize what he says like right before? Um, she makes him disappear. What's that? She, he goes, yeah, baby, can I get a soul kiss? Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, he says a lot of shit. But then, like, I like how, like, he, she dresses all, like, fucking 80s and, like, whatever. And then he's like, oh, my God, you're embarrassing me with your bullshit fucking looks. And he goes, oh, yeah, with your fucking bow tie, nerd. And he's like, oh, that really hurt my feelings. And he goes, I'm sorry about that. Let's just- well, I found out Brad and Randa are actually married in real life. Oh, really? Yes, they That's are cool. married in real life. And um, Brad and Robin Lively were both on, like, WB shows when the WB started up. No shit. Yeah. So Robin Lively was one of the Savannah girls. Do you remember the show, the show I Savannah? I do remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was one of those girls. Okay. Um, and then Brad was on that show, Muscle. Muscle. Oh, I have a okay. vague yeah, idea I know, of that. I know, I know you have a vague, because Adam West was on that show, too. Yeah, Okay. And here's what's funny. So when I started hanging out with Tim, actually that show came on the year I started at the school we went to. Okay. I was only at Emory for that sixth grade year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that show started. I would tell Tim about that show every fucking like Thursday because that show was on <laughs> Wednesday, Wednesday night. Yeah, yeah. And so Tim and I, that's how like Tim and I like bonded was talking about that show and about what happened. But Muscle was kind of a take on that show Soap. Okay. You know what Soap is? Yeah. Where they would tell a story, and it was like, it was kind of a parody on soap operas, and it was a comedy show, but yeah, there's all these yeah, different, yeah, yeah, yeah. all these lines, and Billy Crystal was in the Wow, show. dude, yeah. I, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. 
So yeah, that's that's what that that was. That, that was and like so that was those were the other shows off of that when the WB was starting. I up. need to see if I can find that fucking like video. The, the WB has like an archive, right, for their stuff. I've not seen any of that shit in I'll years, dude. Look at it later. But uh, this movie is the greatest movie in the whole wide world. Um, I read somewhere uh, that people were concerned that what was the brother's name, Ricky. The brother? Yeah, what was the brother's name? Ricky, right? Or Richie? Richie. Richie was an imaginary aspect of the story. What do you mean? Because, like, they were saying that, like, from the moment that Louise wakes up, Richie is under the bed eating, you know, like, the chocolate cake. Mm -hmm. And the mother comes in shortly thereafter saying that she's going to be late to school, never acknowledges or talks to Richie. And then every scene there after that, there's no acknowledgement of Richie interacting with the parents. Like, he's making a fucking mess in the house, and no one acknowledges it or yells at him about it, and it carries on, and he's making that pizza, and then, like, there's this giant mess. Nobody's... There's a breakfast, whatever, and then magically he's like, uh, I've taken some liberty of ironing your homework for you. Like, there's, like, all this weird shit, and then the mom comes in there after the words, that's and no just, one acknowledges it. But that's like just... a string of, like... There's a string there's, of like, there's only one. weird shit like um like in Better Off Dead. Okay. Where that were I think they're trying to do a reverse Better Off Dead because if you look at Better Off Dead, they're always paying attention to that kid uh-huh. and the kid says nothing back. Okay. Well, and then, like he's there's like only the one line where he acknowledges the mom acknowledges Richie and that's okay. it. But like it was towards the I think like, it's kind of reverse Better Off Dead. Yeah, I think it's just bad writing where they just didn't interact with like everybody yeah. else. But then she starts doing like good things like she makes oh, just the oh, so louise gets run off the road and then her bike's all fucked up and then it she like it's raining, uh, it's raining. so she gets to a phone booth and says fuck i can't do this side again. note there was an exploited sticker on that phone booth was there yeah yellow right I yellow so. yeah, yeah yeah and then uh so she goes to this like house the only house that's nearby, which is like a psychic, and that's where we have Zelda. This is post uh, Poltergeist. Yeah, very post Poltergeist. Yeah, so I, it's just, I post all three Poltergeists. But also, if you see her, she's probably to the point where she's too old; she can't remember lines. But they they wanted her in the movie that you could see her constantly looking off stage for her cue cards. It kind of works, though. It kind of makes that character work. I think. Yeah, there's only one scene where I feel like. You fuck. This feels so fucking when weird. They, it was the when she has the man. It seems like when there was like a third person there, she didn't know how to like. No, no, no. That that was okay too, but it was the post scene after that where she's like she's sitting on the couch and they're sitting next to each other, and rather than her looking at at Louise, she's looking away from Louise, and she's reading her key cards and then looking back at her, saying like, you know, like about whether. Her love for Brad is real if Brad is under a spell. Like, it doesn't mean anything. But she never cast a spell on Brad. She started to, but then gave up on it. So, like, all that yeah. was... Well, that's... Why is there... Oh, because they had all that stuff on the floor. And I'm like, why is there all this cayenne pepper on your floor? Where's all the chairs? They're being re Where's like, all why, the chairs? Why is all that stuff in here? And she's like, Louise, using that thirst trap. <laughs> Jeez. And then, uh... So she makes her, her teacher win the lottery and leave with the count. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, they do the voodoo. I feel like that was kind of like thrown in there kind of shitty. What I do like is that like there's that part where they throw, they realize the theater teacher pulls out the necklace saying like, oh, here's that necklace, blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, that's a beautiful necklace. Can I have it? Or oh, she gives it to her and Louise takes it. But there's an establishment, they throw like a fucking last minute fucking be real of that fucking close up of that necklace and it looks a completely different hand completely different lighting and then it then gives it to Louise yeah you can tell they and just then, added that last minute and then like her her like witchcraft at one point brings the, the crypts and the bloods together oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so this was filmed in LA yeah so this is 1989 like, 1988 hardcore, hardcore LA that established that shot that they had over the LA bridge was not a safe place to be no. <laughs> the, kept, the thing that kept like making me laugh is like every time they would be like she'd be like alright Brad yeah th- there's no chairs in here don't ask me why don't ask me don't why don't ask me why <laughs> get on this bed Brad let's just sit on the bread don't, don't ask me why <laughs> there was a great uh, fault where I was kind of pissed off with Zelda she ends up like 
using, like, she tells Luis, give me some of your juice so I can make this spell work. And she transforms that frog into that guy. And he's just like, ribbit, ribbit, you know what I mean, or whatever. Um, the I next saw scene, that first off. I knew, immediately know where that joke was going. Oh, the, the ribbit, ribbit? Yeah, yeah. My, my I just need you to fucking... say something, blah, 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 talk to you. Yeah, she fucking milked that scene, too. But what would have been great is, I feel like she ad-libbed that scene because she couldn't remember her lines. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with this it too. Is, but you can tell because this is who you hired, who you wanted, and then you wanted her that bad. Yes, yeah, so you let her do it or thing. Let her shit. So, um, yeah, she telegraphed that joke, but it was whatever. Telegraphed that joke. <laughs> yeah. The next scene you see her, she's in the kitchen cooking and whatever. Mm-hmm. What should have been the joke there? Was it a frog? No, she was just saying she's making goulash or whatever. But she should have said. I'm making frog soup or I'm making frog whatever. You oh, know what so I mean? you're, you're upset that they didn't... So it would have been funny if like the, the spell failed and rather than waste a frog, cook the frog and eat it. You know I mean? No? I feel like that's like a very witchy... Well, when you want when you want to turn a frog into a man just for its dick, I don't think it fails. True. Ooh, but what, would it, it have a... How... Much of a transformation would that be? Would he have a normal wiener, or would it be like one of those weird like dog boners? Well, he's going from a frog to a man, so he would have man parts. But this is still Louise's like learning her magic, and it's not one hundred percent there yet. So, uh, well, what happened? Uh, did she did did Zelda ended up just like absorbing him, or what happened to him? Because you don't see him at all. Well, I always felt like Zelda Rubenstein was an absorbed twin that didn't absorb all the way. Um, <laughs> like, like you know, every day of your life. Like, okay. like, 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 uh, yeah, just, she just, she just was the absorbed, she was the absorbed twin, not the, um, not the, she was the absorb E, not the absorber. That, just, <laughs> okay. that just, it just didn't finish. <laughs> what do you think of the relationship between Louise and her dad? Hold on. You know that part? Okay, you know the thing in Twins? Yes. Where Danny DeVito was the shit left over? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I legit the shit baby. feel that, like, I, I feel like Danny DeVito's just a short man. Like, I, I, the rest of his family is short. Like, all yeah, everybody yeah. is short. Even his wife is short. Like, oh, really yeah. short. Well, it's Rhea Perlman, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I feel like and, but like, but it's genetic. Like, I just feel like she was the shit left over. Oh my god! I don't think she's a bad person. I'm just saying this is what I feel like when I see her. <laughs> I think she's just a shit person. Who's the, <laughs> the scum of her mother's uterus? <laughs> so she's sad. Her friend doesn't want to hang out. So she goes with Brad on a boat, and then they go to that. House that you wouldn't stay in even during a zombie apocalypse and bang. Oh, yeah, the rape murder house. Yeah. Yeah. That got super sensual, too. Like, with, like, that sexy sax in the background again. It's a, and then she's it's just, like... Those, it's one of those, like... It's, it's one of those, like... How much has Brad fucked? Because nobody fucks like that in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Brad's wearing that, like, uh, sleeveless, like, shirt that he cut up. And you see, like, Louise just... Touching his shoulder back and forth, like, okay, this is a weird angle to be focused on. Like, this is an 80s movie. Where's her boobs? <laughs> well, it's PG's a PG 80s movie, so you get side boobs. Yeah. But she gets all her kisses, like she wrote in her diary. Yeah, she gets all her kisses. <laughs> that, uh, that was a weird setup. <laughs> yeah, but. And then, um, but partway through, she decides, I don't want to go to the dance with Brad. Yeah, because now she develops a conscious that she's like, hey, like, I, this is a real thing. Is it not real? Like, does it lose quality knowing that it's whatever? But even, like, uh, Zelda was very much like, I'll make him your love slave. And she's like, yeah, this would be cool. But then, like, she realizes that's not what she wants. I don't want I'm just to lick that puss. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's nice, though, because you see, like, the progression of go up because she wants to be popular. And then, like, I like how Zelda's going through, like, the, the whole, like, spell book. Annette Funicello? Annette Funicello? Yeah. He's like, ooh, that? Marilyn Monroe? No. And then, like, she ends up taking that one singer's yeah. popularity and taking it. And it Does that spell a... work, the fact that she just transferred her popularity to Louise? Is that what it was? So did that singer now fail? Is that what that movie implies? I thought that's what it implied, is that she took her luck and her fame and gave it to herself. Oh, that's fucked up. Oh, dude, really? Is this what we're... 
Is that not what it was? Because that's kind of what I assumed it had always been. That's okay. why she's been... Okay, like, hold on, hold on. No, you have, to, you have to shut up a second. Do you know what happens to Annette Finicello? What happened to Annette? Oh, she got MS. <laughs> oh, really? No, well, she didn't use... an. Oh, my God. Is that what happened? <laughs> <laughs> is that what Zelda did to her? <laughs> Oh, this took a dark turn. <laughs> because she said they had that. Oh my god! Because they even had the Marilyn Monroe. Holy shit! Are they just got, destroying lives and we I've just didn't got, see it? Yeah, that's what happens to Annette Funicello. Shit, this turned fucking dark. So if 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 that's the case, because that's what like because she names those two people right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So. I'm taking that the fact that so you're taking Louise the, and 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 the Zelda's character, Madame whatever the whatever fuck, fuck Zelda, Madame Serena, Serena, they were for whatever reason she has a yearbook from the the witches Salem witch trials and they're both there and I'm like okay cool and uh, but Zelda's still the same so she's been alive this entire time again going with my theory about the movie Twins. Okay, <laughs> anyways, so I'm thinking. They die and they just get reincarnated in like different lives, and they just kind of meet up with each other when they can in those lives. But if that's the case, Zelda's been alive since what is it, seventeen hundreds? Sixteen. Sixteen hundreds. Yeah. So that's insane. But that's probably why she has no magic, waiting for her to come back around so they could like kind of piggyback each other. That's probably why she's so desperate for money too, because she's just like, oh my god, you're one of us. Oh my god, like. You're, yeah, like where's the? But there's no villain, like. But who's I, the villain in this? The witches are the villains. They ruin everyone's lives just oh, by being. They, they ruin the Edwinetello's lives. <laughs> but that's what I'm thinking. Maybe like, Louise's reincarnation ended up killing Marilyn Monroe, and then she must have died in between there, and come back now in the 80s. Mm. Because like that's or born in the 70s, to be. A teenager in the yeah, 80s. Yeah, she would be born in the 70s. But Meryl Monroe would have died, would have died in 63. So it must have been like... Or 62. 62. So, died 62. Something happened. Died in like the 70s. Reincarnated. And then now, here she is. But like it's... Because I always took it that it's like... That's why the spinning thing is. Because like I figured that she was just sucking the energy. Transferring the energy. Luck powers to herself. She's just... There's a lot of... There's a lot of dark things going on, but then she ruins yeah, her this fucking. Is fucking the only the only thing that's that was wholesome and very good that she's done with her powers is help her blossom like friend get laid by one of the one rappers. Of the, one of the creepy boys. Uh, first off, what do you mean? Mama's creepy boys? just jealous. It's uh, the creepy boys. <laughs> their style was phenomenal. I love. I want to dress. Exactly like we're using the word style loosely today, aren't we? How dare you! But uh, yeah, that whole "Take That" song, beautiful. It was a beautiful rendition. I believed it. I I couldn't believe it, but it was there. Did you like any of the 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 musical breaks? Did not like any of the musical breaks. You know, you know what my thoughts on musicals. So I feel like I feel like Lin Manuel Miranda fucking loves the soundtrack for this movie, <laughs> just the way his songs are and the way okay. the songs are in this. I very I, I feel like you can draw a line. I mean, the songs aren't well written, but they're. I feel like you can draw a line. Yeah, I feel like you can draw I li- a line. From, uh, I like from, boys and then T-Witch, this one, Witch to and to the, uh, Dreamers. Hamilton. Yeah, you don't see much of the three rappers when the story started. I could see rewriting the story, making those three boys into the three witches in Macbeth. To to modernize this story. And and flip the roles. Flip the roles a little bit. Make the three boys into the three witches and have them kind of do their little rap battle. Uh, If you're going to rewrite it for like a modern day. I don't know why anybody would touch that with a 10 I know. It's a fucking perfect movie. It's a perfect movie. (laughs) But do you know what I mean? Like, have it be that way. Have the, like, if you want to be more on the nose, have the play that they're doing. Either it be Midsummer's Night. Just have that be, like, the lover's trail. Like, kind of, like, because you wake up, they force them to, like, fall in love and be with each other to realize that, that that's not what they wanted in the first place. And that would mirror that whole Brad and Louise 
story better. You know what I mean? Because like she puts them under spell to like be in love with her, and then ruins everybody else's like thing. Um, and then she even like uses like her potions or her spell work to like bring the two lovers. I would say the story should be more of a friendship between Louise and her friend and her pushing her friend to be better and maybe giving up her own happiness or her own desire to be with Brad to push her and her, her friend and that guy's story to be better. Do you know what I mean? That would be a better story. Because then it's like she's she's learning to grow herself emotional, mature-wise to like put herself secondary to her, her friends. Um, have you seen the- that'd be like a better like Sabrina so so Sabrina no better than Sabrina well I, from what my dad says about the second season of uh, which uh, Sabrina the new Sabrina uh, the, the, the witchy fucking, witch not the fucking Wilson Joan Hart one is that what you're going on okay, first off fuck you don't you ever talk that way about Sabrina uh, yes that's the one I was talking about the new one or the old one the old one okay because uh, that's what I liked about the show because Sabrina always put her friends up first, regardless of her consequences. And then this movie, I felt like Luis was just more selfish on like her, what she wants and what she needs. And then, yeah, she gets dissatisfied because like there's no, nothing's earned. You know what I mean? But that's how I figured you would fix that story in like a modern talent of it. The new Sabrina is good, but I feel like they just horseshoe horseshoe a lot of just like different things to it and then like it, what made me angry about season two is that all the established rules that they had they, they broke just them all. they broke them all just to continue on the story it's well like, my okay, dad that's... said that sabrina was fucking dumb in the second season super dumb super dumb that's like my dad's like he's like i like that first season he's like she's fucking stupid in the second season yeah they break all the rules that they've set up beforehand and then like it's just kind of like you where, where are we going with this because did you have time to write a story or did you fire all your writers and get new writers in to continue on so yeah this one season two all they're using is feelings and then like you have a character who i felt was like shoehorned just for political social reasons you the, made her the, the, the trans friend. That, they said they started setting that up in the first season, though. Right, right. Which is fine. Like, but I felt like that was part of Netflix. Like, hey, let's try to modernize it. Let's put like a, no, a trans they, woman they, in. Which they did. They I did don't it. think that's shoehorned in. I just think that they're. I don't think it's shoehorned. Okay, so why is okay? So why is making that person the trans shoehorning it in, but not but making Mary Jane black in the Spider Man movies not shoehorning it in? I don't feel like it was shoehorning it in. I just, I, mean, I have no problem. I feel like when it comes to ethnicities doesn't matter i always see everything as like a play i mean so it's like so you're honoring like this as long as you honor like the tone of the character fine let's just go with it i don't give a shit if like but she's those, black or, but those or not. characters and I, even with the archie characters i mean you could say the same shit with fucking riverdale you could make archie and make it a completely black cast which i'd be fine with I'm slightly annoyed that like it's like why would you make it a four point in your mind to make them all black. Why not just no, no, not, just I'm take whatever whatever no, whoever's saying, a better actor is who. No, no, no. Who but what is. I'm saying is, the Archie comics, those characters evolved with the times. Right. Whatever writer was writing Archie at the time evolved with the times. Eventually, that character, one of those characters, is going to come out as trans. Well, was it fucking Jughead's asexual in that Jughead book? Did you know that? Oh. Huh. The one that chips, the one that chips his arc, the arc I feel like that ruins a lot of the old Archie stories. But, but who cares? You're just doing stories. Yeah. But what's the difference between? So what's the difference between making that character trans and making that character, you know, changing that character to black? It's just it's this. No, no, no okay, sure. But it's just their iteration. It's like what's the difference between changing shit in Batman? It doesn't matter what that no, shit so is. No. So the is, thing the thing about Jughead being asexual is kind of a bummer because. He was always slightly jealous of Archie with like Betty and Veronica. But that's but, but then but, but then like but, it's like he, but then hold on hold on. So if that's the case and he's asexual, then all that was a lie. Like his his actions of being jealous about Archie. But you're rebooting it. It's a reboot. Oh, it's a reboot. Then yeah, fuck it. That's I don't give a shit. And yeah, that's yeah. What, and then that's what all a lot of these are. So what is then what? Okay. So then what does it matter if that character is trans? It's a fucking reboot. You just said it doesn't matter. It's a fucking reboot. No, it's what, not the same fine. universe. But I feel like. 
that character was only trans to just be modern. So I feel like they used it as but, like. Uh, oh, what but you, I okay, felt like. Okay. So, okay. Have you watched all of um, Perry Mason yet? No. You haven't finished it? No. How far are you into it? Uh, episode five. Can I ruin a small thing for you? Yeah. Della Reese is a lesbian. That uh, that's the, the 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 assistant to John Lithgow. Yeah. And now she becomes she's gonna become. That just bothered me. Okay. Yeah. Like, but, but the thing is, that, but how is that not shoehorning it in? Because I, I, it doesn't, it doesn't. They make it into a focal point that this is like, where you don't go through a development of the character rather than it's just like hey guys i'm a boy fine but, but like that's what but i need, that, I need I, is that how that happens essentially but i needed is that more, how that is that how that happens though yes okay but i feel like that okay yes so writing it that way is not inaccurate oh i thought you meant that's how it is in the show no no i feel like there's more like experimenting um i dated a girl who Liked being a drag king and took my clothes to fulfill that niche. But it started off small. So, where I feel like in this show, there were no little signs of that attempting. But she's... Maybe there was, but like I feel, I like, the, I feel were, like maybe then the writers should have just... I was like 100% on like this is what's going to happen. I knew from the beginning, I'm like, oh yeah, that's what's going to happen. Oh, really? With Well, after... I, picking up on them that's what they were going to do because I had watched Riverdale so okay, okay. they touch on that I mean that's their right now teens are their bread and butter and that's what's happening with teens right so they have that character become trans fine I just, it doesn't bother me but I feel like they just kind of like shoved it in the story last minute whatever season two he's a boy you get what I'm saying yes Um. so I forget the name of the character I forgot to don't worry so let's just say Teddy just to have a name Whatever. It sounds like it's right too. A little bit, right? Yeah. So, um, Teddy is now living his life as a boy, but he ends up meeting a boy that now she's attracted to. So now that whole like. But is that again? Is that something that can happen? Is that something that happens? right? No, it can't. But it also be where like I feel like if we're gonna, I feel like that's that topic. Whatever is, is a little. But too heavy to be a minor character's story because I feel like you need to like explain that too for a lot of but people that don't get it. No, you're, did, they, did they tie it in later or no? No, they didn't tie it all in later. No, because it, and that's why I feel like the story. Uh, that's no, why I'm, the story is okay, a little I'm weak. Okay, no, I'm okay with that though. It's okay to have that other. If, 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 you know yeah, that's mean? fine too. Like, but I feel like it's just like but, but a lot. That, like a, again, a lot of the writing again, is, is that, more. Is that, is that something that happens in real life as well? Never. No, it, it does. Okay. But it's, but I so feel like it's just that, like... And that's, and that's the challenge they threw that character that season. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the, char- that's the challenge they just threw that character. The character was very much like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. I'm going to do this. this is, well, and, I like- and I've made this... Uh, th- you know what I mean? It makes a strong stance. The only way your characters grow is if you throw fucking throw, throw off that stance. Yeah. And that's why that happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? And... I don't know if there's any backlash from that. I, I would have think not because I think they would have you would have heard about it. Right. I'm sure there was somebody who didn't like that, but yeah, I mean that's that's a, for my dad who's very right conservative. That was not a complaint I got from my dad. I got a complaint of yeah because she's fucking stupid. But then I was like, well that's I'm all, but but in theory with Sabrina in general. That there is no show of Sabrina isn't somewhat stupid about shit. Yeah. No, this one though, it's more Yeah, it's more What happened right, with the, the, the logic of like the first bit, fantastic. Switching the the Church of Night into now like this like other state of being where now it's like they're referring to the goddess more, which is fine, because it's still all part of the witchy kind of like Kind of lore. I feel like a lot of the rules in the world that they establish are now like flimsy, and so which is I have to watch now. Now I'm kind of now I kind of want to watch, watch it because I haven't watch seen it. it, so I can't. I can't. But I think I saw a little bit of it because I saw I see things here and there because Lisa would watch it. Yeah. But was that the season where 
The season was it of the, the first, witch. No, was the first season where the uncle was possessed, or is that the second season? That's the first season. The right? first season. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah, I saw it through the first season. I didn't watch this. I saw it through the special they did between the first and second season, and then I haven't gone. back. This one has a more feel of the older TV show, where 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 they have like you see the they play more on the other side of the world. But this one, they actually go to hell. They're in hell for like a little bit of a time because now Sabrina, the spoilers, is now queen of hell. I heard about that too. And then like, but then like. Did you have other people trying to take the throne of hell? And then now Sabrina's... Got to defend the throne of hell. Def- defend the throne of hell, but at the same time live her life with her mortal life because she can't decide which one she wants to do. And then it's just... And her, I saw, I think I saw and her boyfriend is now uh, it's not the Harvey, cage. It's, it's the other guy. Is yeah, it's, it's the other guy from from the, it's the other Satan guy. Yeah, and he's so it was like in that the cage that, for the devil. And the devil's like now trying to break through and using him as a puppet. And... So they kind of do what they do with the dad in that, but they just use the boyfriend. Yeah. And then, uh, okay. But oh. overall, if I was to compare all the witches' movies, I feel like Bewitched with Will Ferrell is probably the best one. You know, hey, speaking of witches, have you seen American Horror Story? I don't. The like, Coven? I don't watch any American Horror, horror Story. Why? I don't like Ryan Murphy. What is it about it? Um, I saw I heard him interviewed one time, and he was kind of a piece of shit about something. And I'm like, oh, I'm good. That's how I feel with Lana Del Rey. Oh, she's a piece of shit too. She's a piece of shit. But some uh, of her music I kind of liked, and it's kind of the moment I heard her talk, I'm like, yeah, I, I can't deal with you. Yeah. Like, so, so no. Just... Um. So, uh, they wanted Foo Fighter songs on Glee. Okay. And Dave Grohl's like, no, I'm good, thank you. And it wasn't a dick about it. He was just like, hey, you know, I don't think everybody's music needs to be on Glee. I don't want my music on Glee. Yeah. It wasn't shitty. Cool. And then Ryan Murphy was shitty about it. He yeah, because like, he, he, I bet you he already wrote a bunch of shit and was like, wrote a storyline behind it. It was like, you fucking asshole. Yeah. And so, then don't write until you have the rights. Yeah, exactly. But I guarantee that's what it was. But he was a piece of shit about it. And I'm like, oh, I don't need to watch anything he does. I'm good. Yeah. Um, the American Horror Stories whatever they're kind of they're they're some of them are great some of them are well, kind of okay the coven one the witches one uh-huh. i liked it a lot the insane asylum one is the santa Ana courthouse really yes so i was married inside the insane, insane asylum, asylum. That's dope. That's <laughs> the dope. outside of it is the okay. outside yeah, yeah yeah so yeah that's where that's where the insane asylum was like the exterior shots that they did yeah that was all santa Ana courthouse i thought really watched that to see it uh, what do you think about the ending of Teen Witch? I, that what spells broken. Spells broken. She shows up to the the dance, dreamer in the distance or whatever the fuck oh. the, name of the song is. Oh, the oh song? sorry, the dance that was dream lovers playing in the background. She's it was the, she's there. It was unpopular, the, alone, and it was the and across the way, Brad shows up. At the Moonlight and Magic Dance. Yeah. Brad shows up. They lock eyes. They're drawn to each other like magnets that are close enough to be drawn to each other. And they do what lovers do and touch palms. Oh, where is that Shakespeare line? You want to talk about? The Shakespeare in love. No, the fucking uh, do what prayers, prayers are meant for lovers' hands. How's that lingo? I don't know, dude. As, I, palm, as prayers to palms, palms to lovers' hands. I, I, can, I know, I know Hamlet. You. That's about what I know. Oh, uh, whatever. Anyways, they touch hands and they kiss credits. And I'm just like, who's the villain in this? Zelda. <laughs> but Zelda and Louise are both the villains. So this is basically... An this is, oh my god, this movie is just Maleficent. Teenage years. Tell me your story. Let's let's let's, 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 let's hear your. This is basically you know, she's just a witch, and then she falls in love with a boy. That boy later on breaks her heart. She goes, "Fuck you! I want horns and wings." And then like, <laughs> then like gets mad because like her and Brad never had a fucking kid, and now this fucking ripe cunt of a queen has this baby, and she wasn't invited. She goes, "You want know fuck your baby." 
That's which, which I never got about that movie. It's like you're my ex girlfriend. Why am I gonna bring you to my baby shower? <laughs> yeah, and then uh, yeah. So basically, what it is Louise is an evil witch. Is that why you think they played on like they didn't really like harp on that? I'm I, I'm Are trying they... to figure out the structure of this movie. What do you mean? There's no you mean? structure. You know what we what has... do you mean? Pee-wee's Big Adventure had more structure in this movie. They reference Pee-wee, too, in this movie. Yes, they do. But Pee-wee's Big Adventure had more structure than this movie does. Yeah, but this movie had hairspray and lust and desire. Also, a hint of uh, Grease, too, was, like, sprinkled on this, too. Do you want to talk about? Because it's a fucking musical? No. How dare you? Uh, The sex scene of the sex sex ed class. Where she was like, she pulls out like the like, the pipe, and she's like, you know what this is, and then like the one of the rappers like, a love stick, a Johnson, a love one, and he's like, yeah, and then like the girl, the, the teacher's like, yeah, and now Mr. Sperm is racing through the fallopian tube to get into the egg, and that's how you get a baby, and you know how to prevent that with this, a condom. Everybody, condom. Everybody's <laughs> just standing out condoms. You don't remember that part of the movie? That's very, that reminded me very much of Grease 2. So when they have that sex ed class. Yeah. And then, like, everybody starts dancing as if their sperms are, like, popping through, like, eggs. I'm going to throw this out there. You never seen Grease 2? You son of a bitch! <laughs> Why is it October? <laughs> Why is it October right now? <laughs> You're not missing much, dude. It is, it is, uh... Actually, there's a song in Grease 2 that I fucking love, and it's in my head all the time. Especially when I used to ride motorcycles. The song's called Cool, well, Cool, Cool, the, Cool Rider. Cool, Cool Rider. We should watch things that are horrible as part of the Oh, podcast. then fuck it. Yeah, we'll watch it. We'll put it on the list. So you finally finished The Mandalorian? I finally finished The Mandalorian, like, uh, maybe about a month ago. Oh, you didn't tell me this. So what did you, without seeing the whole season as one, what did you think? Um, it was good. Okay. It was good. Because uh, you were very like, I don't like this. And I'm like, how the fuck do you not like this? Because it's a very, like, um, what is it, like, samurai movie. I mean, a lot of, a lot of oh, his kids are from, it's, like... it's Lone Wolf and Cub. Yeah. And, and I'm okay. I was 100% okay with that. Well, even with the, uh, the planet with the shrimps... Where, like, he was about to, like, leave everything behind was very, like, Seven Samurai. Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. But then it, it's pretty dope that that end battle standoff was dope. Oh, like, we're on, it wasn't, it wasn't tattooing that they were on, but they were on a different planet where they, where, where he finally takes his mask off. Yeah, and then it was, like, uh, that whole, like, just shootout and, like, you know, everyone's about to give up. And then, like, the and other Mandalorian showed up and the truck fucking blowing shit up, like. That was dope. And then that last scene with the black lightsaber just cutting across the thing. Oh, the dark saber? Yeah. Yeah, dark saber right. pops up in, in a lot of Dave Filoni's stuff. So, uh, overall, I liked it. But, man, it was like a hard chore for me to get into it. Oh, I love it. My dad's been through it like two or three times already. Oh, really? Yeah, no, my pops loves that show. I like how it continues world building, even though we were, like, well established in the Star Wars world. Like, it, it kind of has its own feel, though it still feels very connected to everything else. Like, um, yeah, so he's, he's been through it. He was excited because I guess he's been reading that like, Kathy Kennedy's, like, contract is almost up. Oh, okay. And they think Favreau and Filoni are going to take over Star Wars. Oh, okay. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm fine with that. But uh, what have you been blanking for? Well, going along with The Mandalorian, since you finished that, I started Raised with Wolves, which I feel like when I watch oh, it... Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, ...is like Aliens Mandalorian. Yeah, 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 yeah. It 100% feels like that. And It's um, good, though, right? Well, it made me realize what science fiction is. Okay, what is science fiction? All science fiction is is just a passive-aggressive critique on society. Yes. And I, I, don't, I don't know why it took me so long to figure that out, because I didn't read a lot outside of Star Wars... But yeah, just a passive aggressive. It's just like, oh yeah, this is what, this is our, this is what we do in our land. That's uh, that's full of injustice. Yeah, <laughs> this well, is our injustice here. It's also a place where you can play with like ideas and just take them to their extreme too. Yeah, just like when we get to Dune, like there's there's some ideas and there's some like views that like you know what happens when like Dune was written like the '60s, right? Yeah. Okay. So it's about like Dune's more like about like okay, cool, like what happens when people have power? You know what I mean like it is like. Either, either side, 
Mm-hmm. You know, like what happens to all other have powers is like it's just. And maybe that's because I'm not real big into politics, so I think maybe that's why I was never like I like science fiction. I respect what it is, but maybe yeah. that's why I'm never super into science fiction. Yeah, because like, in general, the story without it even being like that, you know, passive aggressive. This is our injustice in our world. Yeah. Here's how you can compare it to your world. Yeah. Like, um, I, even with that, though, the story's really good. I'm only two episodes in. Yeah, the story, like, the with um, Raised by Wolves, it's very, for the first two episodes, they're very, like, on point, on, but, like, making points yeah. about their views. Yeah, and no, and that's, and that's fine. But one of the things that I, I liked, as soon as you get to that second episode, when it, and it made me just go, like, oh, fuck, that's so good. The second so, episode's when they have the kids from the ship, right? She got the end of the first. I remember at the end of the first episode, she grabs the kids. Perfect. Okay. And yeah, then yeah. goes on. So here's what happens. Okay. But here's what they show what happens before that at the beginning of the second episode, where those two people oh, going the but, parents, right? But like, okay, here's here's what I thought was so great about it. So they kill the parents off. Yeah. And then those um, two people are like, oh fuck, they have a kid, so they have to act like they have this kid, yeah. right? So later in that, but when you go back to that first episode, when they're all like, we're gonna take these this fucking kid back to our to heaven to the fucking starship yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're gonna fucking kill this android yeah and so when they do that though the lead guy the one that t- that killed the dad uh-huh when he says i have a son your age it felt off to me oh yeah it felt so off to me and i'm like i'm like because like he didn't say it like he's like oh you know i got a kid your age yeah that was like and i was like this is a little like Something's up. Yeah, I, I immediately was like, the way he delivered that line, which was it was perfect. The way that guy delivered that line. Yeah, but I immediately was like, something sounds off, and then you immediately get that answer in the next episode, and I was like, oh fuck, that actor is so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the way he he played that off because he's because they had to act like they're the parents to yeah. the kid and then that kid gets taken off the starship and put on there and he's only like what's crazy though is he's only like a mile from his kid from that kid oh yeah because he's right there by like i said i just at the point where they they didn't throw him down he's he's hanging off the side of the hole and they just found him at the end they just yeah they, that's okay. the end of the second episode and so that that's where i left off so like i said i know i'm only scratching the surface i'm only like a quarter of the way through the story because there's only like eight episodes, right? Did you finish it yet? I didn't finish it yet. Okay, where yeah, are you at? I, uh, episode four. Oh, so okay. So I'm like, you're like yeah, halfway through. Yeah, I'm halfway through, a little further than you, but yeah, it's still good. Like, it's really, really good. Are you watching The Boys this season? Hey, you know, I just started watching it again. So, so are, you, are you? I started from episode one again of season two and just kind of going through. Where are you at in season two then? So I'm at the point where, uh, let's see, we finally see that. Uh, what's that evil? The girl in all black with the lightning fingers. Oh, you're just seeing Stormfront for the first time? So I'm seeing her use her powers for the first time, and Homelander's pissed off that she got the kill of the terrorist, and she's... Oh, like, dude, that He's just... just fucking pouting. And then he's in the room with the uh, the changeling, the fucking shapeshifter. Oh. And, and he's he like, just, uh... I said, you could change back. And he's like, you know, the guy's like, I can only hold the shape for a little bit before, like, it's whatever so happens. It's fucking twisted, dude. It just goes, like I said, I only got through about half the comic... Yeah. And that comic was like, oh, fuck. Like, the whole time I was reading that comic going, oh, fuck. Yeah. And this show is doing the same thing. Because I, for as much as I didn't like they, they did that with The Walking Dead, I like what they've done with this. Where yeah. they've changed things, you know what I mean? I'm enjoying it. So I'm almost, I'm caught up. Nice. There's only one, and there's one more episode next week. There's only like eight episodes this season. Oh, okay. Is it because of COVID, or is it just story-wise they only had the... Uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's, it was a COVID thing. But I think, I think it was mostly done before the... Pandemic. Yeah. So I watched an animated movie. Which watch? Uh, the Adams Family. Did you like it? Did you like it? No. I liked it. I didn't. I was like, this is fucking stupid. And uh, I like the Adams Family. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah. I love me some Adams Family. But I was watching it and I'm all like, oh, really? I could watch the Adams Family animated movie more than I could watch the Scooby Doo. That scoop was a little rough too, though. Yeah, that, that was rough. And, I, and, I, and that was like those cartoons were like my childhood. Even I, the Adams Family one, like it got to the point where I was like, ah, okay, cool. The whatever. beginning killed it for me because they were like making like, and it's really bad. Pun- and like the show, again, I'm a little more forgiving to things in the '60s, but even then, I feel like the show was well written. That's one of those shows I was on like KDOC when I was a kid, yeah, and I yeah. used to watch all the time. Um, even. After the movies came out, I saw both those movies in theaters. My pops, because we because the show was on KDOC all the time, like yeah. I said. Or, K, or Channel 9. Channel it was 9. on KCAL. Yeah. I think it was on both at one point. It was. It was before yeah, yeah. 
when they can actually do that, where they were like, oh yeah, fucking, you want to buy it too? Sure. Um, but they would never show it at the same time. No. So but occasionally, like, if you were lucky around Thanksgiving, one would end and then you would change the channel, the other one would just start. They like their little marathons going. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, so then uh, it was just, I like the show. I love the movies. The yeah, movies yeah. were fun. Um, I it was okay with that TV show. So what 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 you hate about the, the I got movie. ten minutes into the movie and didn't even finish the movie. What, what was it? The, when they were driving and they're making and they were making all these stu- those stupid puns and shit and it just wasn't working for me. I'm just like I don't even feel even my kids. Oh were, yeah yeah yeah. I'm okay. like oh, I can't stick with this. I yeah. Can't do this. Some of it was a bit of a chore to get through, but like I was not bad. And then well, especially with Pugsley, like when it was the beginning where Pugsley is trying to learn his little like sword fighting dance and he couldn't do it. So they and, bring the mamushka in, but they don't call it the mamushka. They call it something else. So they they, but basically it was like um, a sword fighting dance, and then like throughout the entire movie, uh, Uncle Fester shows up and he's basically saying like, "Hey, FYI," um, he goes, "You have to nail this dance because you know, like just like cousin Vinny or whatever." He goes like, "Who's cousin Vinny?" Cousin Vinny. He goes, "Exactly." You better not fuck up this. <laughs> they keep going on and on about it, but like, it was pretty funny. And then especially when they ha- they show you how they got Lurch, okay. how they were driving down the car and they fucking run over this mental same person. They're like, uh, oh shit, we killed him. They bring him in, and then like, it has an overall nice little feel to like everything. Need, they change uh, they change a lot of different need, things because I don't need an origin story on the fucking Adams family like I, that that you know what I mean like yeah. That you, you don't need to do that. You want to show someone moving in, fine. Yeah. Fine. But, like, eh. Like, I don't need that. I yeah, because it starts off with the wedding of, like... Yeah, that's what was killing it, too. I'm like, I don't need this. Yeah. I know... I, I, and then, like, I how they jump this... on Uncle Fester, and he, like, climbs the the cliff, like, a weird, like... Yeah, like, I didn't need a lot of that. I was like, yeah. no, nah, that's what the other part. I was like, oh, yeah, like, there's the wedding at the beginning. Like, yeah. I, I literally got ten minutes in, and I, and I the kids were like, Emily's like, I'm not into this. But I like when they get to the house, and they're like, this is perfect. And then they're like, this place is a nightmare. And they walk in, and then the whole place is just like, there's like a demon possessing the house. And it's like, get out. And they're like, oh, perfect. And then, then like, it cuts to, like, years later, where they're all, like, now it's, like, the established Adam's family, like, ages. And, like... Morticia wakes up and the house is like, get out. He goes, you're grumpy without your coffee. And pours the coffee into the toilet. See, like, it's like And then, that. like, but, like, but I like how, like, the camera, like, it distorts and elongates, like, in horror films. And then when it gives the coffee, it goes, whoop. All right. But it, it was okay. The only thing I had a problem with it was, like, that kind of got on my nerves is uh, Cousin It. Cousin It rolls up, but it's played by Snoop Dogg. And, like, you can't tell Snoop Dogg because, you know, how they speed up the... The voice. Okay, so they did that. So I was like, yeah, but, is but, it, but he, is rolls it up, high, he rolls up. He rolls up. Is it the high pitched voice or is it the Snoop Dogg voice just fast? No, high pitched voice. So you, I mean, like, okay. So you can't even tell it's even him, but like, uh, but he's rolling up to the house, blaring Snoop Dogg, and you're like, okay, that's a little off putting to what the rest of the story is. You know what I mean, yeah, like, you can't. If okay, wait, wait. If he rolled I can't up, remember no, the no, song. No, I can't no. remember the song. If he rolled up playing "Murder Was the Case," no, 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 no. no. But if that's what he rolled up playing, I'd be like, "Yes, yeah. that shit works." Shit, they should have done that, but it wasn't. It well, was, they're not gonna bust out <laughs> on a kids' movie. Yeah. "Murder Was the Case." I, I, oh, fuck, I wish I remember the name of the. Uh, Did the you hear the about song. the religious people getting upset about the movie? No, because there's a Ouija board in one of the scenes. There's a Ouija board in the scenes, and they're all like, like, there's this video that this guy put up. He goes, "I try to take my kids to a family movie." <laughs> And there's this Ouija board in the middle of it. You and have to she, know you're going to see the Adam's family. You're going to see, like, occult-like yeah. things. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I, I know. But the, he was, like, making this big deal about the Stupid. Ouija board. And I'm like, really? And, like, some of the people... I, I've got friends that are, like... Not friends, but, like, friends, like, parents that are, like, religious. Yeah. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what else did you see for us? Um, I am reading a few... I'm, re- I'm reading like I do. Um, I'm reading a book called The uh, Night Circus. It has potential to be really good. Like, it's got that Harry Potter vibe, but like a good Harry Potter. Uh-huh. Okay. And, um, but they, and it time jumps a lot, but rather than making it like a really big, long series of books that it could be, it time jumps and does these little short stories of, of it. And I don't like it. Like, I want more from this. I, I'm, I'm digging it. It's about, oh, okay, okay. it's about this girl who gets dropped off at her dad's and her dad is like this magician magician and uh-huh. he's got a rival magician and he's like oh well let's fucking have our have our uh, protégés uh-huh. like learn and see who's better and so it's about them doing that but then it's about the protégés because one's a girl one's a boy and they like fall in love yeah 
and it seems like it'd be really good. It's like it's like it's like this circus just pops up in the town, and it doesn't tell you when it's gonna be there, and doesn't tell you when it's gonna leave. And there's another boy in the middle of it who's like going to it all the time, like falls in love with it, this circus. Okay. And it's all these alert, and it's um, in French, it's like the circus of dreams, and it only shows up at night. How and pretentious. Only, yeah, and so so I don't know if I'm gonna finish it because I feel like it has all this potential. Uh huh. But it's and not. It, and it's it? not going any. I don't. I don't. I'm, gonna, I'm probably gonna finish it because I got nothing else on the list. Oh, I got a couple things, but. I, I'm just kind of like, oh, where's I want this to be longer. I want more in this land. And there's like a, all like the circus freaks have like this meeting and they're trying to get people in and and like all the performers and stuff. Uh-huh. And they have to audition for the performers. And it's fucking insane. There's some fucking good stuff in it, but it like it just stops in some parts. Okay, that's weird. So it's like a little like Kenya like, mini stories of like yeah. Okay. And it time it jumps a bit and the time moves around a bit and I'm all like no like. So, I'm watching Fargo. The season four or the old season? Uh, season one. I haven't seen any of it. Okay. I only saw season one. Well, how far are you into it? Okay. I saw him in episode six of, of season one. good. Billy Bob Thornton? It's so good. It's so freaking good. I know. Like, there's just... a part in this whole... Because I was about to give up on the show. But there's a part where Billy Did Bob Thornton, get... he's at the house. He's befriended like... Uh... Is that where they're running through everything? And there's like it jumps a bunch of... It, it's like one long shot, like one long cut. No, 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 no. The part I'm talking about is the part where like um he's helping what's his face, the nerd who just killed his wife with the oh, hammer, yeah. and then so he was like, you know, I was like calling the guys like, hey, I need your help, please, please come over. And he comes over, but then that's when the sheriff shows up. He's like, hey, and asks him questions like, who were you talking to that night? Blah 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 blah. And then like because it's a uh, Tom Hanks kid, isn't it? Yeah. Or is it the, the oh, no, 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 no. So so yeah. So basically, the the sheriff's over to the house. The girl that was gonna be sheriff because the sheriff said like regardless of him i need you to be sheriff you're gonna succeed me because you got a clever sharper mind yeah and then so he's over at the house it's like oh i'll talk to him i've known him forever the guy shoots him in the chest and like you know kills him yeah and then like he's like what the fuck and then like he disappears and the fact that like the guy doesn't know what to do and the cops are there because that girl's there figuring out what's happening so he just runs headfirst into the wall so he knocks himself out so he doesn't look like he killed his wife um, but when Billy Bob Thornton's leaving and Tom Hanks' son pulls him over, that scene was so dope. Yeah. Where he was like talking to his daughter on the walkie-talkie about like you know watching the game or whatever, and then he sees the car, pulls it over, and he's like, "Hey." He goes like license registration. Like, I could give you. We could play that game, and I give you my license registration. But we both know this is not you know my friend's car, and I don't have license registration. So you're just gonna get in your car and walk away. And the way he intimidates him, yeah, is fucking dope. And then he's like, "Sir," he he. Billy Bob Thornton goes, "This on the what did he say? Like in the map, there used to be this place used to have dragons labeled on the map." But they've changed, updated the the maps. There's no longer dragons here. But that doesn't mean that they don't exist. And then he's like, his daughter's on the radio. And he's like, is that your daughter? He's like, and then starts intimidating. He's like, would you like to see your daughter later on? And then like, yeah. And then it was just like, what the fuck? And then that seeing that guilt inside, like Tom Hanks' son, like kind of like step in. And then the daughter's like, you know, it's like talking about bullying, about how you should always stand up for like what's right. And then like he, dude, the story on it is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. I love it. I love it so much. Forrest, next week we're going to do Conjuring 2. Ooh, Ooh spooky. Um, it's a true story based in England with Wayne, not Wayne, Ed and Lorraine Warren. Wayne Warren. <laughs> Wayne Warren. Next week. Well, that's going to do it for the episode this week. If you have any questions or comments, you can hit us up at our Instagram at YH blank that or you can email us at yhblankthat at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.